and welcome to whatever the hell this craziness is. Oh as God. we call it peculiar pairings. My name is Matt. Yes, I'm Celine. Welcome. Welcome yeah. to our club. This is where we uh Celine's gonna tell me a story while hopefully yep. we get drunk and uh and uh eat some delicious treats. Yes. And uh I don't know what exactly we're gonna talk about, although I did get the the topic for this week, which kind of inspired the pairing, which is also a fun story in and of itself. I've heard Ooh, tell a little me more. bit. Oh, it's not a great story. It. Uh, I still want to know the story. I've heard a little bit about Thanksgiving, and uh, I've I've watched a few videos and read some articles and stuff. And boy, do I feel lied to in like general education, and even a little bit like in in like religious education classes and stuff. Because it, it's if you imagine it as a story of of harmony and people coming together and and just everyone living as as humans in a you know in a in a glorious utopian society buckle up because like yeah. it's the things that i've heard and i haven't heard a lot but it gets rough uh but where my particular story gets rough is the whole plan for this evening was kind of a thanksgiving theme and mm -hmm. for me and at least in our family it seems like no two things say thanksgiving and holidays in general than like pie but especially for thanksgiving in particular pumpkin pie absolutely and, uh, copious amounts of wine oh yeah our yeah. our family definitely drinks mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's just, yeah. just what we do yeah not wine for everyone but i wanted tonight to be relaxing and kind of sweet you know just a, a good yeah treat so i'm like we'll get the drink of Moscato. yeah nice and sweet and then the plan was uh, to have, oh, that's going all the way down the side. Uh, oh no. Had to look that, hold on. You can't let the blizzard escape. No, um, but I didn't want us to have to do any work. So we went the lazy route of getting some Dairy Queen blizzards. And it's just happening to be that time of year where we can get the, uh, the pumpkin pie the pumpkin blizzard. Pie. I don't know no. how successful you were. I, I got pumpkin one. pie. Oh, good. So let's just pretend like I did. <laughs> Do they not have it? No, or? I called one and they were, quote, out for the season. I didn't know you could just run, like, it, it's a long season, relatively speaking. It's at least a few months, I would assume. Uh, get some more pie, throw it in a blizzard and, and give it to me. How do they run out early November? is I what I'd like to know. Right. I Because they need it through at least Thanksgiving, and that's another, like, two and a half weeks at this For sure, point. yeah. So I don't know, but then the one that I ended up just driving to blindly it said the same thing. So apparently they're very popular around here. I'm in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Apparently a lot of people wanted some blizzards. Oh. Um, so I ended up going with oh. a royal cheesecake blizzard, which... Ooh, so delicious. It's, so it's very delicious. Yeah, it's not exactly on theme, but uh, I have had the, 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 the pumpkin pie blizzard, so I will rate that accordingly later. But uh, I am currently uh, running on about four hours of sleep and two glasses of Moscato. So this is going to be a fun time. Woo! Buckle up. Yeah. We got Buckle a story up. to tell. Yeah. Grab your Moscato. Grab your blizzard. We're ready. I am gripped. Let's roll. So my sources for today's story are history.com and Wikipedia. Short and sweet and to the point. 
Nice. So Thanksgiving, I always think of Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and Thanksgiving and the oh, yeah. National Dog Show. <laughs> Is that a Thanksgiving <laughs> thing? They play it after the parade every year. So we just oh. like have the TV on and like occasionally glance over at the TV during the dog show. And we're like, oh, that's yeah. a cute dog. And that's it. That's all we do. We're like, oh, look at that dog run. Oh, oh, look at them go. Oh, the little puppies. Oh, look, what a wonderful way to spend Thanksgiving. Mother, I want my own puppy to put in a show. Can we have one, mother? No. I, I will admit, I, I, think, I think we put the parade on every so often, but I, I honestly don't think I have ever really watched the parade. I've watched like SNL parody skits of it, but I don't think I've ever just watched the parade. Certainly not enough to know that a dog show happens after it. <laughs> we watch it like every year. If we skip, if we miss it at the earliest time, we'll watch it when they rerun it later. Oh. Or we'll just like watch it twice. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> to be fair, and to to everyone listening, when you said it's just on after the parade, we don't really, it's not like a big thing. You literally tune into it later. It's not just it's on after the parade. At that point, no, you guys we, are- No, we watch the parade later, is what I said. The parade. I retract my statement. Yes, it's my the parade is more of what <laughs> we care about. Because we just like to look at the floats. We don't care what's, like, who's performing. Right, okay. They have, like, performances, and we're like, I don't want to watch that. I just want the parade. Yeah, I don't. They'll, like, they'll stop and have, like, the showcase, like, in front of the big star at Macy's. It's, like, in the street. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, well, I don't want to watch this necessarily. Because they always do... I think they always do like a Broadway show. They do a few other performances and we're like, I just want to watch the parade. Right. Just like right. set a camera up, show everything that goes by and just call it a day. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, more. I don't need all this, this, I was going to say parading, but that's what it is. I don't need all this pageantry. I don't need all this extra exactly. bullshit. Show me the floats and get us the hell out of here. Yeah. I am a little... I have always been a little intrigued the bit that I've watched it that they have like a play by play. That I is mean, pretty fun. They, they like, do, do that and that is pretty Well, fun. yeah, like we're watching it. We know what it is. You don't we necessarily We know what's happening. I can understand if maybe there's like a like a, a seeing impaired version where they describe stuff and that's that would certainly be nice, but it's it's like we're it's not like a sporting thing where no. you might have missed you something that's happening. Like, Right. It it's yeah. The parade, by definition, is happening quite slowly. You you can catch the details as they happen in real time. Yeah, I do love that they have so many people for all of the balloons because otherwise they could not happen. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, that, I was that I was gonna say like they that is serious business. You have to have a bunch of people because otherwise that shit gets out of control real quick. Apparently, their auditions are like super rigorous. And it's like a huge commitment to be a balloon wrangler. Oh, we have to do like, okay, I need to look that up because if we can get like 20 minutes of material out of that, I want to know everything there is to know about balloon holding auditions. Yeah, it's, you know, one of the biggest pastimes of Thanksgiving, also the most involved, which is funny because like 
there's always like the football game later and all of that, but it seems like 90% of the time the parade is what people will like talk about later. Yeah, I, I do all, not so much. I do always think of football, but I have a tendency to sort of conflate it with like Super Bowl stuff. So when mm-hmm. people bring it up, I'm like, oh, I like the commercials. And they're like, at, at Thanksgiving? And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, what are you talking <laughs> about? The regular commercials? Yeah, and I'm like, oh, right. It's it's just Thanksgiving. I, right, never mind. I don't watch football. Yeah. I mean, it's an American holiday. We've got American things. We've got turkey pie and football and a big ass parade. All good things. I mean, they're- All good they're, things. Yeah, they're fun things. Yeah. So where- does America, where does Thanksgiving begin? We will get there. We're going to talk about a few other oh, things okay. first. I thought I was doing a brilliant segue. <laughs> Surprise, I, I'm ripping the rug out from under you. That's not over Damn it. <laughs> All right. I'm going to let you so, just go. I'm going to take another sip. And <laughs> Thanksgiving is not only celebrated in the U.S. It's also celebrated in Canada, Liberia, Grenada, and St. Lucia. It is also observed in parts of Australia, Rwanda, the Netherlands, Brazil, and the Philippines in selective ways, which we will get into. I have actually heard that before. As far as you know, is it, is it the same celebration, like the same date and everything? No. Or is it, okay, okay. No. I do have it written down for like what each country does. So we'll do short little segments on each one. It originally began as a day of giving thanks and sacrifice for the harvest, which is, you know, what you learn in school. And a similar festival happens in Germany and Japan every year. So they like kind of do it, but like kind of don't. Maybe less turkey and more like bratwurst and stuff. I think so. I would say so. I hope there's brats. Yeah, for sure. Lots of beer. Maybe some, ooh, ooh, some um, spätzle. Yeah, schnitzel and spätzle. Take some of that. That would be nice. So Thanksgiving has historical roots in some religious holidays and religious traditions, but mostly is celebrated as a secular holiday because that's just kind of how it works. Sounds good. Yeah, I wouldn't have expected a lot of it, at least from perspective in this country, I wouldn't have thought that there were any that were really religious based. But Yeah, I was kind of surprised by that since, I mean, some of it like kind of makes sense. Like, I don't know if you ever did this growing up where every Thanksgiving you sit around the table and everyone talks about what you're thankful for and very reflective. Oh, yeah. I think that's kind of a, it's a custom that ebbs and flows throughout various parts of the country throughout I've I've definitely been a part of that I personally find it a bit uncomfortable <laughs> not even necessarily what to say so I'm like yeah uh, um, well in the idea yes. of like putting people on the spot and and the idea of like let's go around the table it's like tell you what if I think of something I'll chime in I don't want to do this like obligatory group thing. Like, <laughs> I didn't come Don't prepared want to, to talk participate about participate in yeah. family time. Yeah, I wanted I-, I wanted to eat a bunch of turkey, you know, drink some booze, play some cards perhaps, and then pass out later. I don't necessarily I'm thankful yeah. for that. That that we are all thankful for that. Exactly. So kind of that feeling of 
thankfulness kind of comes from that more religious side and having those prayers of thanks and special ceremonies amongst harvest times. And a lot of the variation that we have with that comes from early English traditions during the time of the Protestant Reformation, Hmm. which, I mean, that kind of goes back to like our Halloween episode with the celebration of the harvest. It kind of stems from that a little bit. And in the English tradition, this ceremony and like separate thing with Thanksgiving started thanks to Henry VIII and branching away from Catholicism. Oh, there we we go. And I mean, can't he be Catholic and still enjoy giving thanks? Well, no, that's he split from the Catholics because he wanted to divorce his wife and they wouldn't like him. And he like, you know, Henry and his many wives. I do know. Yeah, I do know the whole like annulment situation. And he's like, well, I'll find a different religion then. But I yeah, guess so I didn't it's, it's that during that time. That's amazing. I like that some of our <laughs> traditions for Thanksgiving come from a dude who just wanted to get divorced. I know. And really, isn't that the most American thing that there could possibly be? I mean, that <laughs> now that you mention it, that just makes sense. And it does. It makes a lot more sense than it should. And in response to having like these religious ceremonies and all of that during the time of Henry VIII. And then having the split from Catholicism, their response was specifically to the Catholic religious holidays. And in saying that there were too many between the fall and the end of the year. And then just in general, there were too many holidays. I was going to say, it still feels like that. And we're in like, quote, modern times. So, I mean, I can't imagine what kind of shit was going on back then. Oh, I'll tell you. And we have the internet and television and stuff. So, like, we have plenty of things to keep us occupied without a bunch of celebrations. We do. They didn't have as much then, so maybe that's why they had so many. They just, like, needed a little more. But before 1536, there were 95 church holidays plus 52 Sundays. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, okay. I, that's still a high. I thought so you were going to end that. Fifty-two weeks in a year, one Sunday every single week, and ninety-five mm-hmm. holidays. I thought you were going to year. end that sentence with between September and the end of the year. I don't when, think that's physically possible. Exactly. Well, yeah. When you said fifty-two Sundays, I was like, "Oh, but wait, that's not wait what?" And then I was like, <laughs> "Oh, 52. that's a normal amount of Sundays." Yeah. Even still, ninety-eight. That that does seem like a lot. It is a lot. And with those holidays, people were required to attend church and like stop everything they were doing. And some people even had to pay for expensive celebrations. So they're like, yeah, I'm not working. I have to pay for this shit. Like, come on. Yeah. It's like being invited to a wedding and having to like buy your own tux. And it's like, can't I just rent mm-hmm. it for like, the, and they're like, no, you have to buy it. Cause it's this specific kind of thing. And they only like, but I, I can yeah. rent it for cheaper. And they're like, no, yeah. You like must buy this tux. Yeah, or like when you're in college and you have friends who've already graduated and they're making a billion dollars and they're like, let's go out to eat. At what friends do you have? Oh, I don't have friends. No, I know what you mean where your friends are all making money and you're like, but I'm poor. And you're like, right. but I'm not. And you're like, 
now yeah now imagine it's your governing body that's like hey we're gonna have all these fancy parties and these expensive holidays everyone's gonna do it and it's like but I'm poor. yeah i literally shovel shit in the street i can't afford this exactly. well i can't I'm I'm afford the... this holiday well you have to so there oh kings so with the protestant reformation in 1536 the reforms then reduced the number of church holidays to 27, which did oh, not wow. appease everyone because you have the Puritans wanting to completely remove all holidays, mm. especially those with feasting and replace them with fasting or days of Thanksgiving. Wow, those are some goddamn killjoys, let me tell you. <laughs> Let's get rid of feasting and replace it with not even the exact opposite, just the worst possible thing. I feel like fasting is like the opposite of feasting because it's eating and then not eating. It feels somehow even more beyond. I know that by definition I'm wrong, but I can't help feeling like fasting is exceptionally worse than a feast because it's not even, I feel like dieting, eh, fuck it, you're right. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's not like dieting though. It's no, I was thinking dieting would be the opposite of feasting, but I, um, you're you're right. Literally eating nothing is I, the diametric opposite of yeah, yeah. So great tangent. The Puritans also chose to have these days of Thanksgiving and fasting anytime there was what they saw as divine intervention or like divine things, which also included unexpected disasters. Oh my! So. And this occurred in, yeah, this is still in England, as in like the drought of 1611, they fasted. With floods in 1613, they fasted. And they had plagues in 1604 and 1622, they fasted. They had a day of thanks when the Spanish Armada fell to the British in 1588. So instead of celebrating, they fasted. That and seems then, like the worst possible thing to do during a disaster. <laughs> like the idea of hey, this horrible thing has happened. Let's also not give ourselves nutrients. Oh, I know. It's, I feel like that should not be what you're doing during a plague. Oh, for sure, yeah. I, like, I think you should, should take care of yourself and eat. But, you know, science wasn't much back then, and they didn't realize that food was... Food was just like, we do this in the honor of God or whatever. Yeah, they kind of do. And they did this yet again with the deliverance of Queen Anne in 1705, which was when Great Britain was united as one. So bringing together England, Wales, I think Ireland at the time, and Scotland, like all into one. Aw, the uh, Trump supporters would be so happy. Like they made Britain great again. Oh. Such a timely joke. It is. It makes my heart a little sad. Yeah, for, well, for, for a lot of reasons. Oh yeah, yeah, that makes uh, that makes a lot of people sad. <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, well, I don't have to think about it anymore. He's he's not in office. Screw it. Exactly. So they started to see an annual version of this start to form, with the beginning of Guy Fox Day. We, I mean, we'll we'll talk about Guy Fox Day another time. All right. Remember we'll, the fifth we'll, of November. I remember that. Yes. Yes. So now we're going to transition away, away from England 
And we're gonna start country hopping to all the different areas that celebrate Thanksgiving. Sweet, we're so, like backpacking in college. Across yeah, kind of. Awesome. Let's do it. So, I never did that, so this is exciting. Perfect. So St. Lucia observes Thanksgiving as the first Monday in October. And I've got nothing else. I believe theirs is very similar to ours in Canada, so. Thanks, St. Lucia. Not a whole lot to add, but thanks for being on the list. Liberia is also the same in that there's not much different from it, but that they celebrate it on the first Thursday of November. So sooner. Mm. Yeah, that's, I feel like it'd be nice to just get it out of the way, kind of. Not yeah. that I dislike Thanksgiving, it just feels like, it's, it feels too close to Christmas. It, it is pretty close to Christmas, but I mean, that's part of why it is when it is here. Okay, fair enough. And moving on to Granada, they celebrate Thanksgiving on the 25th of October, and they celebrate the same way we do here in the U.S. and in Canada. They chose their specific day to mark the U.S.-led invasion on the island of Granada against the disposition and everyone who executed the Prime Minister Maurice Bishop, who oh. was executed by military government within his own party. So certainly a different twist on Thanksgiving than we would have, but it is. It's a yeah. little bit of like some form of like independence and liberation mixed with Thanksgiving feasting of turkey. Yeah, you you killed a, I assume like a dictator essentially, and then you'd stuff yourself with stuffed turkey. Heck yeah, I, I'm not mad at it. Yeah, it sounds good to me, I'm, I'm, I'm on board. Yeah, and then in Australia, this is specific to Norfolk Island. On the last Wednesday of November, they celebrate Thanksgiving, which is, similar to the way that we do it yet again and it was brought to them by visiting american whaling ships no so, kidding. i would have assumed it had something to do with britain i uh, no, kind of surprised they got it from us. Americans, I, I will say i'm especially pleased because i happen to be drinking yellowtail and for anybody who's not uh in the know it's australian it is a kangaroo on it i do love their label it, it's cute, isn't it? Yeah. And it's not, you know, it's not bad. I'll be honest, I didn't realize until just this moment that it actually is an Australian wine. Good to yeah. know. Might. It is. That it is. Oh, yeah. In, in Brazil, their Thanksgiving was instituted by President Gaspar Dutra. He brought that into law through what they have as Law 781 in August on the 17th of 1949. This was at the suggestion of Ambassador Joaquin Nabucco, who was enthusiastic about the celebration he experienced in 1909 in the US and Washington. I was, I was just gonna say, yeah, he got a taste of how the US does and he's like, you guys won't believe the shit they're doing up there. Oh my God, yeah, they got turkey, they got ham, they got mashed it. potatoes. That I love the idea that he came to the U.S. and was like, we got to do this here. This is amazing. You know, they're, they're thankful for stuff. And they're like, well, what's the holiday about? He's like, who cares? It's about eating turkey. It's great. Turkey. Gotta get it. Then in, in 1966, they established the celebration to be the fourth Thursday of November. So 
pretty much like us. Yeah, celebrated by most families of American origin, so a lot of expats and a lot of churches, and that's like it. Huh. So it's not like widely celebrated. So it is technically a national holiday in Brazil, but it's not super popular. Yeah. I, I mean, with how enthusiastically that guy brought it to Australia, or Brazil. I know. I was looking at the bottle. Literally, I was looking at a kangaroo. But yeah, like, I mean, I feel like, who doesn't want to just eat a bunch of turkey and mashed potatoes? That's, it's, how could you want anything more? And stuffing. I love stuffing. It's so good. It is the best. Then, I need to learn how to make it. In the Netherlands, they have Thanksgiving specifically observed by Orthodox Protestants on the first Wednesday in November. It's not a public holiday. It's just people going to church. And they also have a holiday in Leiden, which kind of commemorates them being hospitable to the pilgrims on their way to the new world. Oh, that's sweet. Which, I, I do feel the need to uh, admit my own stupidity here, or maybe just ignorance. Um, is Leiden a country? It's a town in the Netherlands. Oh, okay. I feel a little better because I was like, it sounded like you were talking about it like a town, but uh, it is a town. Cool. Nailed it. No, Nailed it. you're good. <clears throat> but it is very much like, hey, we were nice to them. We should celebrate that. I mean, there are worse things to celebrate. That it, it does feel a little narcissistic. Like, hey, look how nice we were. Weren't we good to these people who wanted the, the the pilgrims who wanted to, you know, get a fresh start? We're such great people. Let's be thankful for that. Yes, it is in memoriam to the pilgrims who made the journey and to note the hospitality of the people of Leiden. Well, good. That is. I mean, that's worth celebrating. Good for them. Yeah. I mean, you do, do, do you. you. Yeah, do you know the custom? Like, is it similar here again, like where they just eat a bunch of food and stuff like that? It's similar to like Oktoberfest. Okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. They, that's fine. They started having it when they arrived in Leiden. And at some point, the pilgrims were like, oh, because I mean, you have to remember they're Puritans. Yeah. So they're not doing like a whole joy. Lot of, right. <laughs> Which is such a weird I mean, no, that makes perfect sense. Who am I kidding? Yeah. So now traveling over to the Philippines, when the Philippines was an American colony for the first half of the 20th century, they celebrated Thanksgiving like we did. Then during World War II, during the occupation of Japan the Philippines had to start celebrating in secret. So those who celebrated kept it quiet. I guess I didn't, I thought that they were like an American colony kind of forever. <laughs> Maybe we'll have to do an episode on the Philippines because I apparently don't know anything about them. Yeah, because I, I could not answer that for you. I also didn't really look, so. Eh, that's kind of our motto, screw it. <laughs> I didn't look it up. Yeah, I don't know. Not looking it up. That's fine. Yeah. So then after the Japanese withdrew in 1945, people still continued to celebrate in secret until 1969. And then it just kind of wasn't really much of a holiday. 
Thanksgiving was revived as a regular holiday by President Ferdinand Marcos, and he changed the date to September 21st. And then martial law was imposed on the Philippines. Oh my, <laughs> that's a rough, that's a rough Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, so then after Marcos, you know, and all the tradition and he died, Holy the tradition God. also died with him. Oh, also because it, he had a very controversial rule. So he brought Thanksgiving, but he was also a horrible dictator or something. Yeah, yeah, he was like a really bad dictator. Oh, great! Sure. That sounds about right. It's like I'm gonna, I'm gonna be terrible, but I'm gonna give you all one sort of awesome thing, and it's uh, Thanksgiving. Great. I'm gonna be terrible, but I'm great. Yeah, like all dictators. That's right. Yeah, I do always love the Part sort of the course. Veil. Yeah, the sort of veil of of fake awesomeness where they're like what are you talking about mm -hmm. i'm the greatest and then they're like you treat your country and your countrymen terribly you suck, though you suck yes but this country's great for me it's good for me and my friends you're like oh we're not friends great the second you turn your back i'm gonna stab you in it <laughs> yes you know, no front stabbing, backstabbing only. Exactly. By the way, quick plug. If you haven't watched How to Become a Dictator on Netflix, highly recommend it. It's quite good. Oh, I'll have to check it out. Very good. So then more recently, thank you 2020 for one thing, I guess. People started celebrating Thanksgiving again as like a commercial and cultural holiday. Oh, in the just now in the Philippines? Mm -hmm. Well, just this yeah recently 20 wow yeah it is a long time it's the same day as the u.s celebration and it's part of their super long celebration going into christmas which all of their holiday stuff starts in september oh my god that's apparently the philippines just parties hard that's either awesome or just terrible like, it feels like, because anytime I see anything that even remotely resembles, even Thanksgiving around September just angers me. Like, I'm not ready yet. We haven't even gotten to October. Like, I, we, we haven't even gotten into the spirit of Halloween and you're already doing Thanksgiving crap. Much less, I got, no joke, another tangent, but I got uh, packages for some people on my route uh, that I was delivering in July that were three large packages to the same address and oh, written wow. written on the boxes were uh merry christmas do not open until december 25th and all i could think is you can go fuck yourself you send me I'm a christmas open that box i'm sorry Ex exactly right you send me a christmas present before december is even here i'm opening it I, you send it to my door it's mine i'm gonna open that it's still summer we just passed fourth of july go fuck yourself yeah like I could understand if it was Christmas in July and it's like, hey, wait till July 25th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you have like a like a, a make them wait a whole half a year. Exactly. Just keep it. Keep it in your closet. Send it November. Whatever. Like that. Yeah, yeah that really felt like a dick move to me. Uh, I don't know why that 
come on. I, or like, no. and some of my coworkers were trying to justify it to me, like, well, maybe they're moving. And so I'm like, then they can take it with them. Maybe don't buy it yet or whatever, like store it somewhere. Don't send it to me in freaking July. It's, it's too much. It's too much. You did too much. It's too much. It's too much. So moving from the Philippines to Rwanda, they celebrate Thanksgiving as a day called uh, Uma Ganura Day. Umu Ganura Day. I, I, I yeah, totally butchered that. I'm so yeah, sorry. Just... <laughs> it's, you, it marks the start of the harvest in Rwanda, and it's the first Friday of August. So theirs is more of a oh. celebration of the harvest than it is like Thanksgiving. Right, right. It's more of the the Halloween sort of uh, inspiration. Yes. And now we move on to our northern neighbor. Oh, Canada. Oh, yay. I don't know the rest. I don't know the rest. You don't know all of Oh, Canada? Our home and native land? Oh, Celine, you have been living too far south for too long, my friend. Oh, my God. I'm only in Colorado. It's not like I'm in the south. You live closer to South Park. They did a whole episode with, oh, wait, no, it was on the album. You know what? You should just know. <laughs> they did do it about the border wall. Which is yeah, <laughs> you should know all of O Canada. We owe okay. it to them. They're so nice. They you are so a, nice. You go to a Tim Hortons, you get yourself a cup of coffee and a donut. Eh? Well, Tim Hortons? Come on. I, I want to go to Canada. Okay. I yeah, go. we should. Someday we're going to do live shows. We're going to go to a Tim Hortons. We're going to do a whole thing. Go to Canada. This, this particular section would be killing in Ottawa right now. Mm. I'd be so excited. I'm sorry, Canada. I'm sorry. Go off to Winnipeg. Oh, Canada celebrates their Thanksgiving on the second Monday of October. Ooh, so, Monday. I mean, it kind of makes sense. If you're going off of the harvest, it's a lot sooner in Canada. It's colder. I think it makes sense. You, I mean, because at least then you get a three-day weekend. Thursday, yeah. when you think about it, Thursday doesn't make any goddamn sense. Why the hell do we do Thursday? That's stupid. Uh, business reasons. Oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> and that that's it, you know, capitalism. That's an answer. Yep, oh, I was just going to say, capitalism. And again, what's more American than that? Nothing. According to some historians. <laughs> Nothing. Literally. Just, Sorry. <laughs> just trying to skip over it. Let me do it, please. <laughs> According to some historians, the first Thanksgiving occurred in 1578 during the voyage of Martin Frobisher. To Frobisher. Oh. Hmm. He's voyage from voyage. England in search of the Northwest Passage. Oh. And other historians say there's no real start to Canadian Thanksgiving. It just happened. It just, it just happened. Like so many sovereign dictators of various countries past. It just, just came in, Yeah, it just came into being like a tear from God's eye. Oh. Yeah, just a little sparkle and, and there it was in Canada. There it was. Thanksgiving. It just came out of nowhere. That is a weird origin for... I, I'm not saying that the story of Martin Fuzz in the Northwest Passage was like a great origin story, but it, it's at least a story more than just, eh, it kind of came out of whatever. It just like popped out of nowhere. Yeah, Gretzky, Some... Gretzky shot it across the ice and then we had Thanksgiving. Oh, damn. 
I mean, was, that would be a great Thanksgiving story. He went, uh, you know, he shot for where the Ooh, holiday was going to be, not where it was. He knew. He some real, knew. yeah, some real, uh, some real Wayne heads will, will get that one. That's a good joke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> some great. believe that it is traced to the French settlers in the area who came to New France or New French area in Canada, you know, Quebec in the 17th century. Good fishing in Quebec. I believe that it's Quebec. They celebrated their first successful harvest and many more after that and continued through the winter season. They shared it with the local indigenous population in the area, just I guess wherever they were. As people arrived in Nova Scotia from New England after the 1700s, late autumn celebrations became more common. So later in October, maybe going into November. Right. Again, the Americans brought it with. They did. You said, yeah, you said from New England, right? Yeah, from New England. Nice. And as new immigrants to the country came in, they started adding their own celebrations. They had a lot of people from Ireland, Scotland, and Germany. So kind of more of those backgrounds and traditions. In Canada? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's cool. I know. Not the only melting pot on the continent there, eh? Oh, no. So most of the U.S. aspects of Thanksgiving, such as turkey, became incorporated into parts of the holiday, especially during the time when British loyalists were fleeing the U.S., so moving from New England up to Canada during uh, the Revolutionary War. Yeah, that, good time to get out. Yeah, they have a lot of references to God and giving thanks, but it is celebrated in a secular way. And a lot of oh. people have the day off. So that's fair. But like America, a lot of businesses will stay open. So like stores, place where, you know, consumerism runs right. large. Yeah. And it's now, a very hot topic. Very divisive. It is. Trying to stay open. No, you should be closed. No, we want to be closed. We want to not work. Yeah. You, yeah. I was going to say you hear all the poor like service industry people like, I want to go home. Yeah, working on Thanksgiving is, it's weird. It's almost got to be one of the worst days ever. Fourth mm, of July was worse for us. Oh, really? Fourth of July was our busiest day at Starbucks, like hands down, always. Mm. Christmas was busy. Thanksgiving was busy. Fourth of July was worse. Huh. Everybody's coming in for ice cold drinks. Well, yes and no. It's it's a weird day. Just like super busy. And I don't know why people would stand in a line that like wraps around a building and be like, yes, this will go quickly. Quick aside, like wrapping around buildings. Do you guys happen to have uh, Raising Cane's chicken down there? Mm -hmm. We do. The, uh, the first time that one opened up in South St. Paul, or I think it's West St. Paul, whatever. Um, for like I think the entire first year that it was open it, they had specific cones like set up to have the drive-through line wrap around the building twice and it became such a problem wow. they had a traffic cop uh like dealing with the cars going into the raising canes and I'm like at, at a certain point it's just 
I, I like I can feel like why certain like there's a joke about Starbucks being across the street from a Starbucks. And it's like at a certain point, I kind of get it where it's like if you have that much demand, you kind of need a second location in the same spot just to service the one community. Because it's like that's just yeah. ridiculous. Their chicken is good. Their chicken's very good. It's good. It's like in and out here. In and out gets crazy. I'm like, I I know it's good, but I don't know if it's that level of good. I agree. I've had, I've had in and out. I've, and the only, the only comparison I really have is a lot of people I've heard like people on podcasts, particularly like uh, celebrities mentioning the idea that if they're on a break from a film or a series they're doing or whatever, they will fly to the West coast to get in and out. And I'm like, look, I don't care how much money you make. In and out's not fly across the country good. It's it's a delicious um, burger. It's not that good. It's yeah. I would I would not do that. But anyway, things for less. Yeah, that's true. Which actually leads us to the US. We're back really now. Hey, America. America. We Fuck yeah. as we know for any of our international audience who doesn't know we celebrate on the fourth thursday of november so it's different day every year and the way we are taught it is that it's when the pilgrims had just come over to america and they had this kumbaya feast with the natives in the area and everyone was happy oh the poor and that was the first thanksgiving they celebrated the harvest they were suffering so terribly and the natives came and they broke bread together and they had a meal and then mm, that yes that was when america was truly born well uh yeah buckle up here we go when the pilgrims the puritans emigrated from england in the 1620s and the 1630s they carried over the traditions they already had from thanksgiving which was prayer and fast in church and our current modern day thanksgiving is traced to what they call the first thanksgiving in 1619 in virginia which there's some debate over this which is because the spanish are saying that they did a similar holiday in saint augustine florida in 1565 Oh, I wasn't, I didn't realize there were two potential origins to it. I didn't either. So there's some debate as to whether it was with the pilgrims, the Puritans in the 1620s versus with the Spanish settlers in the 1560s. Interesting. Okay. I couldn't find a ton on the celebration for the Spanish, but... It's, it's not one that's like commonly known. So there's, there's some debate, but it's. I was going to say kind of, I mean, the classic saying is the victor writes the history book. So it's like. Exactly. Yeah. Spain, you lost. Sorry. Yeah. So the one that we're more commonly aware of is in Plymouth, Massachusetts in 1621. So in 1621, they had a celebration with the Wampanoags that was prompted by a good harvest. And the settlers at the time had a bit of a rocky history with the Wampanoag tribe. 
more in the fact that they came in in around the 16th century. They had a lot of interaction with merchant European fishing vessels. And as we know, that did not go super great <laughs> since they were exposed to a lot of illnesses and disease that they didn't have exposure to. So a lot of them were exposed to smallpox and what is called leptospheriasis, which is a blood disease and, you know, a few other things. Right. So the natives like didn't have any kind fever. of, yeah, they didn't have any like resistance to these European afflictions. And so it just like ran rampant. Yes. And in 1614, Captain Thomas Hunt came to the Americas and was capturing some of the Wampanoag people and were enslaving them and then selling them in Spain. Oh my God. So. Happy Thanksgiving. When you have people coming in and that's kind of the history you have, you're extremely suspicious. For sure. That, I mean, it does kind of seem like the general playbook for how Native Americans should have acted is just like, you see a white guy, kill him or get rid of him. Don't somehow. trust yeah, him. Don't, yeah, definitely don't trust him. Definitely don't trust him. Yeah, so then by the time the pilgrims came over, they were suffering an epidemic of smallpox and just a lot of them are dying. So then the pilgrims come and they're like, we don't know how to do this. <laughs> we don't know how to farm. I love the idea. Do? I love the idea of like a, a, a certain group of white people come by and lay waste to the population and then another group is like, we don't know what we're doing here. We just came and thought we'd be fine. I think they thought there would be more there than what actually was. They thought there'd be Starbucks and raising canes everywhere. They're like, they we're going to pull up to the nearest mall. You know, we're going to find a motel. It'll be great. And then they just- Come on, Becky, forest. get your friends. Let's go. Oh we're my God. Did anybody, yeah, did anybody bring suntan lotion? No. Like, no. We don't need that in America. Come on. Yeah. I suppose if they were coming from like England where it's generally foggy and stuff, they're like, we don't need sun. What is that? We don't even have suntan. Fuck you, Becky. No. That doesn't even exist. It's <laughs> not even real. The sun isn't real. Yeah. So they created this alliance with the, the Wampanoags and they helped them survive through the winter. And they taught them how to cultivate corn, squash, and beans, which is commonly called the three sisters crop. They all three can like grow together really oh, well. I actually have heard of that. <laughs> of the few things I've heard, I have heard that before. You've heard of the three sisters. Nice. And they also taught them how to catch and process seafood and fish. So without them, they would have starved. I do feel the need to clarify. This is the natives are teaching the pilgrims what to do, right? Yes. You you said that they formed a sort of alliance. Are the pilgrims bringing anything to the table? <laughs> they are. Oh. They gave them protection against a rival tribe, the Narragansett. Okay. Fair. All right. So they gave them protection. I suppose the pilgrims have guns and stuff like that, so they're, they can help out. 
fighting whatnot. Yeah, you know they they have a little more, and you know they also got the smallpox. So Beach. you just tug on. on and like that's it. Yeah, you guys hang out. We're gonna go have a dinner with your enemies, and I'm gonna uh, just breathe on them. That'll take care of that. Yeah, Steve's gonna go pee in their water. It's fine. They'll all be yeah. Dead. So they had this sort of alliance and that kind of helped smooth over some of the tension that they have, especially since originally King Massasoit sent over Squanto to like mix in with the population and be like, hey, we're friendly, but also use him as like a spy in a way. Yeah. He goes over in the guise of being like an ambassador, but he's sort of a double yeah. agent. Yeah. Cool. So when the settlers finally had enough food and were able to have like a good harvest, that is when they had like the first Thanksgiving and invited them all over to feast for three days. They sent four men out to kill as many birds as they possibly could which is where like the tradition of turkey comes from. Oh, okay, yeah. And King Massasoit brought five deer for them. Wow. For this party. That seems like it trumps, like any amount of birds they would find. I feel like five deer kind of trumps that easily. I feel like it would. Yeah, I mean, even if the turkeys they found were pretty big, it's like, I just downed five four-legged animals. Yeah. That's a lot of venison. It, it is a lot of venison. And considering that I want to say it's it's not like a huge population. They had around 40 people there. And oh then God. like you have, I mean, 40 settlers. And then you got to think right. about like how many of them like didn't survive the first year because like they just oh. did not do well from the journey. Oh, so you don't mean 40 that are currently there. You mean 40 original people? I'm, I think it was around 40. Ew. Yeah, there. It, it was not, it was not as many people as you want to like think it was. Yeah, I it do could kind have of... been around like 40 settlers by that time, but you know, like you always start off with more. Even still, that's a lot of deer for 40 people. It's a lot. And then they started to have tensions again when all of the European settlers were like, you know what I want? More land. No. This land is mine. Oh my God. I don't know why I'm surprised at all. I mean, that's exactly what everyone's expecting. I know. So that's kind of how the first Thanksgiving went is I feel like it was a bit more awkward. I was just going to say, that actually sounds perfectly fitting because it's like, okay, how many people have been at like a family dinner where they're just kind of like, you just hear like the the clinking of silverware and, you know, someone's got like a new significant other or something and they're like, are we supposed to talk about who's, uh, what's yeah. everyone, what's everyone think? Let's go around the table. Let's go around the table. Yeah. And you let's know, say what we're all thinking right now. I was going to say, you know that the Pilgrims and the Native Americans, that was the first event of, that was the first instance of someone saying, hey, I've got a great idea. Let's go around the table and say what we're <laughs> all thankful for. And the Natives let's are just saying, like, these fucking white people and they're stupid. Um, are we, do we have to do this? Because we're not grateful for you guys. That's for sure. 
Yeah, they're like, oh, that land that you have, that's mine now. You gotta know that's gonna be mine. It's mine. Yeah, I'm grateful for these friends we've made who we will eventually subjugate and, oh, I don't know, maybe murder. Probably. I'll just like sneeze on them, it'll be fine. Until we'll get their land. Oh my sneeze. God. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. They literally don't even have to try. They really don't. So moving forward into history more, they started to have this as a Puritan holiday in Boliday in Nice. A Puritan holiday in Boston. In well, oh yeah. Nah, yeah, you said it right, Boliday. Yeah. <laughs> it's when a Boston in, holiday. It's a exactly, holiday. Yeah, when you're in Boston, that's what it is. I'm not oh. sure about doing Jersey. All right, I think my accents are fucked up. Boliday. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I think I'm doing Jersey. Fuck it. Keep going. So then later in Massachusetts, religious Thanksgiving was then declared by civil leaders such as Governor Bradford, who was one of the earlier governors of Plymouth. He got the job basically because the other governor died in like a field. Oh, what? He died in a field? Yeah, he was cultivating the fields and died. So then he got the job. That's, to be fair, that's the kind of governor you want who's willing to literally get his hands dirty. One who's literally willing to die for this country. Exactly. Maybe not that's what, yeah, fuck Bradford. Bradford sounds like an asshole who's just an opportunist. Yeah, so he issued different proclamations of Thanksgiving following different wars and stuff and being like, thank you, God, for letting us win this battle. We shall now have Thanksgiving. Oh, boy. So he's, he's Which, basically... And like, he's a Puritan, so it's fasting. So not much oh, so extra of a feast celebration. He kind of sounds like a like a high school football coach in like a small town. <laughs> kind of does. <laughs> yeah, he's like, thank you, God, for his victory. Am I from Boston? I still don't know. I mean, you, you could be in a small town. Wicked schmuck. I, I just... I'll figure out the accent. I'll come back next next episode. Perfect. So they started holding a regular annual Thanksgiving starting in the late 1660s. So it was kind of just like whenever they felt that they had been blessed that they would have a Thanksgiving. And then they're like, we should maybe do this once a year. Yeah. Although, uh, again, for like this uh, Thanksgiving is still fasting. Like, like, this is still the Puritan guy who's, like, when we have a Thanksgiving, it just means we don't eat. Mm-hmm. Fun. Yeah. Lots of fun. Yeah. A lot of these proclamations were mainly done by, like, church leaders up until 1682. And then it started to become both, like, the governors and then, like, the leaders of the church working together until the Revolutionary War. I was, I was just about to chime in with a sort of heartwarming, uh, uh, not anecdote, but a thought, a feeling, whatever. And then you're like, until some shit happened. And I'm like, oh, good, of course. <laughs> the good times when it sounds like the, the spirit of Thanksgiving was just about to actually be upon us in this story. Ah, just about be, to happen. Yeah, exactly. Surprise! The church no. and the state 
coming together, agreeing on something, wanting the, the people of the land to have something, and then, ah, we're going to just kill a bunch of people. Hooray! Yeah. Yep. During the Revolutionary War, they just, like, didn't have Thanksgiving. It's just a period of, yeah, it's just going to be on, like, a hiatus until we can really, like, figure things out, just because a lot of resources went towards war effort. Yeah, I mean, I know I went on, I just went on, like, a big sort of tirade about avoiding the idea of what Thanksgiving is, but I, I feel like the Revolutionary War was kind of worth it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, I think it's okay to kind of just be like, you know what, we're gonna not worry about fasting at this time. <laughs> we're a little busy. We're building a new country. We're kicking the old guys out of here. Yeah, so then when George Washington was president, he proclaimed the first Thanksgiving in November 26 of 1789 as like the first true American Thanksgiving. It was Washington himself? Mm-hmm. Oh was my Washington? God. Did he pardon a turkey? No. Son of a bitch! I really want, you know, somehow I knew that wasn't the case, but I wanted you to lie to me. Just be like, of course he did. Of course yeah. Washington pardoned oh, a turkey. Yeah, that tradition started with Washington. No, I don't know when that started. I did not see that. Nice. I think it could have been Lincoln. Let's <laughs> just assume it was Lincoln. He's big on that kind of thing. Setting people well, free, he's big on that. Yeah, so Washington made it a like public Thanksgiving and prayer holiday and was like, we will do this every year on November 26th. Oh, right, yeah, okay. Yes, so then it started to become, it like really became a reoccurring holiday in the 19th century, so the 1800s, and eventually started to coincide with evacuation day, which is the day where the I'm last sorry, of the what? British troops left America. Oh, okay. I they left thought, the colonies. Right, no, that I was thinking of a different sort of context for evacuation, but uh, all right, yeah, when the British, gotcha. What were you thinking? I was, you know, it's the day after Thanksgiving. You're really full. Your digestion maybe <laughs> isn't up to, you know, snuff exactly. You've got a lot of things to evacuate. You call it evacuation day. I wasn't really thinking of like the British being expelled from- We're changing from... Black Friday to evacuation day. <laughs> we're, we're changing Black Friday to Red Friday in the toilet. What kind of Thanksgiving are you having? Well, there's lots of spices involved. It's usually Taco Bell. You know, you eat a lot of turkey, you stay up late, you drink a lot, and then everybody wants fourth <laughs> meal. Bell, yeah, you get that fire sauce, you wake up Black Friday, and you're like, well, I'm not going shopping. I'm going to the toilet. And then I, you in the oh, toilet Black have Friday. a holiday all of your own, and you call it evacuation day. So then the holiday of Thanksgiving was then proclaimed by all of the states as a whole by Abraham Lincoln in 1863. Oh, shit, you were right, yeah. Yeah, so Lincoln could have pardoned a turkey. I did not see anything about that. They did eat turkey. Oh. Like, that's very much a thing that they did do. That's awesome. And then on October 31st in 1939, President Franklin D. Roosevelt signed a presidential proclamation changing the holiday to the last Thursday in November 
for business reasons. Really? Did he yes. cite what those reasons were? Nope. Okay. <laughs> okay. Just that they cool. were business reasons. You know, we don't. And that was all I saw. I'm, honestly, my first love of the whole Canadian version of this was the idea of it being a Monday. Nobody wants to go to work on a Monday. I, I My only complaint is that I feel like the day off should be Monday, but the celebration should be Sunday so that like you can just relax. But still like, yeah, why not have a three-day weekend? But no, to we be have fair, to- I do enjoy having Thanksgiving off and then the Friday after off because then it's just like a five-day vacation. Yeah, but a lot of people don't get that. I know. And if you're in retail, you don't get any time off. I work for the postal service, so I work Friday and Saturday. That Thursday just sucks. Because then, well, everybody's always like, are you going to, you know, are you going to party? It's like, no, I have to be up and. I have to be up at 5 a.m. What do you think I do? No. Tomorrow's one of the busiest shipping days of the year. So I have to bring all your stupid crap to your stupid house. It is. Good old Black Friday. I mean, that's when the deals are. So I very much do my shopping Monday. That feels like it needs to be an episode, like the origin of Black Friday and the development of why it's so stupid. I can tell you that Black Friday didn't start until 1961. Wow, you're on it. I did trivia for work this week, and that was one oh, of the sweet. trivia questions. I'm not going to lie. I already forgot the president you were talking about who made it the last Thursday. Franklin Roosevelt. Roosevelt. Nailed it! Franklin Roosevelt. Oh, fucking nailed it. See, I shouldn't have even said the previous sentence because I just remembered what it was. Anyways, he's an asshole, and uh, fuck Black Friday. And the holiday season in America begins with Thanksgiving. And ends with New Year's. Oh, no kidding. And that, I guess... that is Thanksgiving. I'll be honest. I thought it was going to be a lot bloodier. I did too. I, I thought there was more. I know there's like wars after. And there was a lot of bloodshed in the early days of the pilgrims in the Americas. For sure. But for Thanksgiving specifically, it was just kind of a time of awkwardness. And like, we will put things aside for now. Sort of like that, that first dance you go to in like middle school and like- And you're like- Yeah, yeah. Hands on the, the shoulders. For the first like 20 decide, minutes. Like, yeah, for the first 20 minutes, it's like girls on one side, boys on one side, and everybody just kind of like sneaking looks across the hall. Like, uh, should we go talk? To, I don't know, should we talk to them? Are they know. gonna talk to us? I don't know. Do we just stand here? Yeah. Just, hey, what's the next song? I don't know, man. We don't have. Who sh- should we tell them? What to, I'm gonna give them my iPod, and then you can just play my dance mix. Then they then they put on the Macarena, and everyone's oh, content. It just yeah. fuck the '90s entirely. <laughs> like, uh, there's a lot that came out of it, but screw you, Macarena. We're gonna have to put like an extra explicit sort of label on this episode because fuck the '90s. Oh God. <laughs> There's so many people angry. I mean, there's a lot of great things that came from the 90s. I think we had slap bracelets. I had a hot pink uh, skip it. Come on. But uh, good old skip it. Yeah, we got Pokemon. Mm. But it's all all of it, I say, is is void. Did he have a skip it? I saw that look. Did he have a skip it? No, No, he has a Pokemon tattoo. Oh, okay. It's Charmander. (laughs) 
Well, of course it's Charmander, because nobody likes the other types of Pokemon. He's just falling into the same group that everybody's all like, I like the main fire Pokemon because everyone likes fire, and everyone likes Charizard, and you know, go fuck yourself. Gabriel is upset. Oh, I'll tell you what I'm thankful oh. for. I'm thankful for people who actually know their Pokemon. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> there we go. We, we end this episode, listeners, being thankful for all of you. Absolutely. And knowing Pokemon. You're welcome. Hold on, I gotta pull up my list of stuff. So Matt, what is your food and wine rating for tonight before we forget like I almost did last week? Well, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and do kind of a, a double thing because on, only because uh, I'm going to rate the one that I wanted it to be as well as the one that I actually ended up with. Okay. So in my head, remembering the last time I had a pumpkin pie blizzard, I have to give it like a 15 out of 10 because it was, well, and I can upload a picture of it. It looked like with like the way that they put the whipped cream on it and everything, it looked like a piece of pumpkin pie. It had the perfect ratio of ice cream to pie crust Aww. and like, oh my God, it was spectacular. And that's what I wanted. <laughs> but um, for the purposes of tonight, I, I had to make do with, I mean, any blizzard is generally a good blizzard and I yes. cannot knock the, the royal New York style cheesecake blizzard. It is incredibly good. Uh, including my disappointment i'm gonna have to give it a seven um yeah it's still very good just not what i wanted and i'm being unfair i'll be totally transparent about that i'm i'm including my own bias about what i had wanted for tonight so it's it should be more like an eight or a nine still delicious blizzard um and in terms of uh the moscato it's exactly what i wanted i'm gonna give it a 10 i mean that's that's what I wanted tonight to be. It represented mm-hmm. the spirit of this evening, I think, perfectly. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure that the combination itself, I'm going to have to go with an eight because yeah. I just don't think that even if you're talking about pumpkin pie, that's really more of like an evening, even like decaffeinated coffee sort of thing. You want a you want a nice hot sort of bitter beverage to balance like out the sweetness. Yeah, yeah, a nice dark tea or, or a light tea, but some kind of hot beverage. Uh, I certainly appreciate the the taste of the Moscato and the uh, the refreshing flavor of it, but the, mm-hmm. the pairing is is not as as spectacular as I would have hoped. So, in terms of trying yeah. to make two things that in my mind represent Thanksgiving. Uh, it uh, it didn't quite live up to what I wanted. So yeah, I'll go with an eight. Yeah, I'm going to give the Blizzard a seven. More because I'm more of like an apple pecan pie kind of Thanksgiving person. Yeah, yeah. I like pumpkin. I just, it's, I like it a little more selectively. It's good though. It's, it's pretty solid. And for the wine, I'm going to give it about a nine. Cause it's good, but I don't think it's like perfection. Good. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty pleased with it. I'm enjoying it. So I don't I'd mean say to, that two together is about an eight. I don't mean to interrupt. I, I think I meant to say a six. The, the pairing was not as good as the individual items. I said eight, right? Yeah. Sorry. 
yeah, I mean, I in like... the middle, That's just fair. from the two. They're both still it's... delicious. Yes. I see what you mean, though. But yeah, overall, I mean, it's hard to go wrong with either of them. I don't think they complement each other particularly well. I would say that, as I pour myself more wine. Exactly. I mean, I'm, I'm, I probably drank more than I should have. I'm almost at the bottom, which is not great. But yeah, I'm but not drinking else? alone, so I was gonna say I, I that uh, helps. Is, doesn't have is Lily problem. not drinking with you tonight? She just got home from work. Oh. And now we're gonna go eat stuff. Oh. Us too. Nice. So where can our listeners find us? Should they want to interact with us outside of this podcast? Oh my God, we can be found so many places. We are on the Instagrams at Peculiar Pairings Pod and Twitter at uh, Peculiar Pair Pod. And uh, you can email us suggestions or hate mail at peculiarpairingspod at gmail.com. We love to read through it. I love to get sad and you know if you have a suggestion for things that you want us to eat especially if they're terrible send us just the worst most awful things you can think of mainly because i get tired trying to think of things send us just yeah, send i'll go us through any them. sort of recommendation absolutely I join mean, us on patreon and subject us to all of your choices exactly like rate and subscribe do we do we do that is that a thing we can do yes nice subscribe Rate us on Apple Podcasts. Leave a review. Good stuff. Yeah, leave us yeah. a review. Say how great we are. Share us or with your friends. Yeah. Boy, Until next time, listeners. Keep it peculiar. <laughs> we need a we need a good tag at the That's end. Right. We'll, we'll think of something. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. All right. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye.